Today's episode of Hail to the Pod is brought to you by Game Time. Okay, folks, it's time for a little pop quiz. Do you think NFL tickets are cheaper three weeks or three hours before a game? Well, you can find the answer with Game Time. It's the ticket buying app that proves patience is more than just a virtue, and it can save you some serious cash. Game Time is the leader in last minute tickets. Pick your deal, see the view from where you're sitting, and buy in two taps. More than 12 million fans have already downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. So download Game Time in the App Store or Google Play, work that clock to your advantage, and score last minute tickets. Hawksworth, D Hall, the Redskins are not the worst team in the NFL anymore, but I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, and I don't know if I believe it or not, Aaron, because we probably should have lost that football game. You know, Miami had all the momentum. I'd have probably kicked the extra point, went to overtime, and took my chances because, um, you know, like I said, when Fitzpatrick came in that ball game, I think Miami kind of seized the moment and the momentum at that point. So mm-hmm. I would have liked to see a little bit more, but uh, I'm definitely happy with a win. Glad they decided to go for two and that defense decided to stand up. Yeah, the Redskins just barely escaped uh, 117-16, but man, it was an ugly game. Uh, the Redskins have a lot of work to do to avoid being 1-8 and eight by the time they hit the bye. They've got the 49ers next week. I, 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 even though they won, I don't think this gives Redskins fans a lot of confidence moving forward. No, not at all. Um, you know, this football team wanted to run the football. I think they, you know, they did do that. Um, but to tell everybody you're going to run the football, run the football, I think Miami was ready for you to run the football. And yeah, so, they knew exactly so, what they were going to Yeah, do. the element of surprise uh, kind of was out the window. But, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson. But are you surprised that, I mean, you know, they committed to it and Adrian did have 23 carries for 118 yards. So that was the most production we've seen from him all season. Yeah, I mean, they definitely were more successful running the football than they had been in the past. And, you know, I actually spoke with some people in that locker room and I said, you know, if this team does run the football successfully today, does that mean that maybe they didn't give their all when Jay Gruden was the coach to run the football? Because, you know, still a lot of things didn't change. Just the messenger changed. The message shouldn't have changed. The scheme didn't change. The plays didn't change. The guys didn't change. Um, it was really the guy who was delivering the message. And if these guys fought harder for Coach Callahan than they did for Jay Gruden, then, you know, I'm sad to hear that. Um, but Adrian Peterson is the kind of running back who gets better as he gets more carries. I think we know that. We've we've known that through the course of his career. And so we did see them stick with him and run the football for him to have, um, you know, 23 carries was something we haven't seen from this offense in a long time. But I think some of that also has to do with you were playing the Miami Dolphins. You never really uh, felt like your back was up against the wall until the very, very end and so you did have that comfort of just 
being able to run the football and go three and out. In most games in the NFL, it's a lot of back and forth. The other team is better than the Dolphins, and so you don't have that luxury. This football team was down a lot in those games, um, and so Jay Gruden didn't have the luxury to just consistently stick with running the football. Um, and so some of that all has to play into this. But you know, happy to see this. You know, this team get the win. Yeah, and that's kind of what I thought. Um, you know, when it came to the defensive side of the ball. Skin sacked Rosen four times in 11 minutes, mm-hmm. the pass rush. But then I'm like, well, it is the Dolphins. Because I was thinking, where's this yeah. pass rush been? Yeah, I mean, it's simply the Dolphins. It's, 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 some of that's the Dolphins. Um, and some of that is this team was pissed off and they wanted to come down here and get a win. You know, just because it's the Dolphins, they're still NFL caliber players. Um, they just aren't the Dallas Cowboys offensive line that you're going to really, you know, that this team needs to be trying to think about going through when you talk about dominance in this division. It's going through really that Cowboys offensive line and and, and offensive lines of that caliber, you know, uh, Phillies in that category too. And so, you know, anytime you get a win, anytime you get a pick, anytime you have success in the National Football League, it can snowball. It can give you momentum. It can give you that 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 little bit more oomph that you feel like you need to get through a week of practice um, and prepare for, you know, for the opponent. And so it just sucks that that opponent's the 49ers because they undefeated. are really, really good. Yeah. And Shanahan's I, you know, I coming back to town. He is coming to town and he has some toys and he can't wait to put them on display. Right. Um, I picked the 49ers against the Rams uh, because I felt like the 49ers were – I mean, they they are a tough football team. You you know, you see the way their front four plays. You see the way um, you know that defense isn't isn't giving up a lot of yards. That offense, you know, the way they're running the football, they're really owning the line of scrimmage, and that's a scary thought. But like I said, confidence is a strange thing. Confidence can have uh, the softest guy in the room, you know, walk in there like he's the biggest baddest thing in the world and knock somebody out. So. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this team, you know, for the next challenge. But, uh, you know, this is something to build on. This is definitely something to build on. Um, Terry McLaurin, I mean, what can we say about the kid? So I think good. everybody thought Kyler Murray was going to get the offensive MVP for the season just because he was probably one of the only top pick rookies that we knew were going to play from the jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Terry <laughs> – He's putting his name in that, and you know, you know his, his his name in that hat to get that award because he's playing lights out. I mean, him and Adrian Peterson were probably, you know, the two lone bright spots on this offense for I, sure. Yeah, and then on the defensive side, how about your guy Quentin Dunbar? My man, he is having him, a season. And I talked to him. I said, Dunny, I'm proud of you, man. Like I love watching you play. I love watching you compete. And just seeing the kind of player he was when he first came in this building, um, really, you know, being converted back to defensive back for the first time in a long time uh, and see him embrace that and see him not only, you know, the physical part of playing corner, but this dude starting to learn the mental part of playing corner. And you can just tell on that interception, that's not a play he makes Two years ago, mm-hmm. he I mean, he played that play beautifully. And I told him, bro, I love watching you play corner mm. because he is really locked in. And like you just said, he, he, he's he been a difference maker 
on this defense. And, you know, they need they need they need that out of him. You know, he's he's solidifying himself. And the numbers don't lie. He's solidifying himself as one of the top corners in the you know in the National Football League for sure. And Yeah, Dunbar. It is so Let's good see. to see Quinton Dunbar um, playing at an elite level this season, his third interception of the season, and he was battling some injuries last year. Just excited for him. How difficult is it to transition from wide receiver to corner, and how proud are you, D. Hall, of him? Because I know you've been like a mentor to Dunny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's extremely difficult. I just think about it. I did it in college. You know, I went from from corner to receiver. Um, over a spring and then went back to corner from receiver. And, I mean, you got to change your whole mindset. At receiver, you're trying not to get hit. You're not the most physical thing out there. Um, you don't necessarily have to worry about uh, reacting. It's more so they got to react to me. You know where you're going as opposed to, uh, you know, backpedaling and, you know, trying to be physical and things like that. So it's a different world. And so to watch him – um you know, over the last couple of years, really embracing and really, um, you know, just attack every offseason, trying to get better, watching film, uh, working on, you know, the mental part of football, working on the physical part. You know, when I saw him in uh, in Philadelphia, you know, I, I dapped him up and I was like, dang, man, like you are looking jacked. Yeah. Um, he, and so, yeah, he he, he's, he's filled out. You know, he's like grown into his man body. <laughs> you know, I was going like to say, he does look like a man ago. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's embraced the position. And, you know, I told him, like, look, man, people in the league are starting to take notice. I know when I've talked to guys that I, you know, that I work with, they're like, yo, this Quentin Dunbar is balling. And I'm like, yes, he is. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, that interception, you could see that that was a play he made because the film study matched the preparation. And then he was able to bring that into to the field. Um, you know, the quarterback. I looked like a three-step slant, but instead of backing up out of there and running out of there, he saw that he saw that quarterback's timing of his drop. He saw that receiver's speed, and he was able to essentially sit on that route, Aaron, and cut the receiver off and pick it off. And that's not a play that 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 just a a, a guy who plays corner can make. That's a play that an elite corner can make. Mm. And then who else stood out to you on the defensive side of the ball? Landon Collins had a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah. Landon's always, you know, playing. His first playing sack winning, of the year. Winning type of football. Yes, yes. First sack, the interception. I jumped up because I thought he should have got it. Um, the little drop pick where, you know, where the tight end was kind of mm -hmm. running open. And he came out of nowhere and jumped in the air. It looked like a cover two look. Um, and he jumped in the air and he got his hands on it. And then Monte Nichols almost got up under it again. Uh, for the tipped interception, but that was one I felt like, come on, Landon, give us that play. Uh, <laughs> but but you know he's playing he's playing good football. He's playing really good football. Jonathan Allen, you know, obviously is playing good football, and he's becoming one of the leaders on this defense. Yeah, uh, Ryan and, Anderson you know, had that sack, but then it, they called it rushing yeah. or roughing the passer. That was a bummer, but. Um, yeah, good to see. Yeah. Good to see the aggressiveness on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, again, it is the Dolphins, but I love the way the defense was playing today. Yeah, yeah. No, they, 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 they fought. They fought, and and we knew this team was going to fight, right? Because Coach Callahan is that fiery kind of guy. Um, you know, we knew this team was going to fight. We knew his passion would be kind of, uh, you know, displayed through those guys. 
Um, and so, you know, that that's encouraging. And that's what you want to see happen. And when you make a change like firing a head football coach, you make the statement to the rest of this team like, hey, things need to change. Things need to change. The energy, the atmosphere, the way in which we prepare, that needs to change. And so, you know, we always say players take on the identity of their coaches. Mm. Coach Callahan probably wasn't doing a lot of laughing and joking all week, you know. He was probably business as usual. You know, it's been a long time, 16, 15, 16 years since Coach Callahan's been a head coach. He he wants to get this right. And so, you know, he's going to be on those guys. You hear from the no music in practice and the harder practices and more running out the practice mm-hmm. that, you know, this football team is going to definitely come out there and, 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 and try to impose his will by running the football and trying to be physical on defense. So the last time the Redskins started 0-5, they ended up finishing 8-8 eight and eight under Marty. Do you think something like that could happen again this year? Because it's going to be tough with the next three games. We already talked about the Niners. Then they've got the Vikings, the Bills. Then it's the bye week. Whew. It is going to be difficult. Um, even though they got this win and finally got their first win of the season, I'm not feeling that confident about the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a tough schedule. And when you think about the 49ers coming uh, coming in here and having to go to Minnesota, go to Buffalo, um, the way that defense is playing, I bet you wouldn't, wouldn't have said at the beginning of the year that Buffalo would have been a hard game. I think you thought that probably would have been a winnable game. Now it's kind of like, wow, that Bills defense has been playing lights out. Yeah. And, you know, you think about the Jets, the Jets, um, what they did today to, uh, to the Cowboys was – Something no one saw coming with Sam Donald coming back. Detroit, I mean, oh, Aaron, I don't know how many they win. I mean, Ooh, it's, it's going to be, be tough. It's going to be tough. I guess on the flip they, side, they're going to, they could get a good draft pick. <laughs> I know hey, some, a, lot of, a lot of fans were hoping they would lose to the Dolphins to get a number one pick. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because I hope it doesn't turn into Arizona where you bring a coach in here and he doesn't necessarily want Dwayne Haskins and he wants to pick his own quarterback. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be interesting because you're right. This team probably will have a top five draft pick. Looking at the schedule and looking at – and you got to think yeah, they're going to get schedule. something pretty big in return for Trent Williams as well. Yeah. So yeah. with the terrible mm-hmm. schedule this season, a top pick in the draft, they've got to get something big for Trent. Um, you know, it's sad to say it. We're barely into the season, but I'm kind of looking ahead to next season thinking, hey, uh, I'm you know. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the offseason because I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited. Uh, I'm kind of energized as a fan just to see what happens, right? And like this I mean, is like much, this is must see TV. We getting a new coach. We gonna probably have a top five pick. We gonna have to trade probably one of our best players in franchise history. And it's to be like, honest, the team needs this. The franchise needs this right now. It is time to tear down, rebuild. Let's get it done. Get some top picks in there and, and move forward. And they already have a good foundation. When a lot of young players, uh, it's time to build around these guys. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Somebody said, man, you know, what's wrong with Washington? Why can't they do Why can't they do this? Why can't they do that? And I'm like, look, in my opinion, the only thing Washington has done was try to put a Band-Aid on the problem yeah. to the fans instead of just ripping it off and saying, hey, guys, 
We're in a rebuild. Right. It's Give us be two, about three two, three seasons. Yeah. Yep. Give us about two, three years. And I promise y'all we will put a winning product on this football I team. I mean, look if at Shanahan. That's Hit. all I need. Shanahan got to years, the 49ers man. and now they're undefeated. Like it takes a little bit of time. And they were the laughing stock last year and the exactly. year before, right? Exactly. Just be real. Let me know so I know what I'm dealing with. And understand that we will sell our tickets to opposing fans. We will try to make our money for what we put in, in, in into, into investing in the Redskins. But when y'all get it right, oh, best believe I'm there. I'm sitting right there. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. And I ain't selling nothing. But it's going to be about two years. Mm-hmm. That that would be that would be my strategy um, for this football team, for sure, because they have so many young pieces in place. Um so many young pieces in place. And so that that that's what's going to be the interesting part. That's why I said it's off season. And like you said, Aaron, it's week six. Week six? I know. Oh, my I goodness. Know. Week six. It's week six. Essentially week seven. You got a Monday night game. It's week seven. And I'm already over here talking about. I couldn't imagine We're already talking about being draft a player picks. in that locker room. But imagine being a player in that locker room. And I've kind of been a player in that locker room. But it's it's been more toward the end of the season then this early feeling like you, I don't I don't have a chance. And I know those players don't feel like that because I've been on some bad teams and and as a player in that locker room, you never feel like you don't have a chance. You feel like you always have a chance. Um, but I'm a realist and on the outside looking in, I it, it, I, I mean I, you I already have it. an interim head coach. There's too many mistakes. You already yeah. have uh Keenum and Colt McCoy who are journeyman quarterbacks. Dwayne Haskins, who's supposed to be your future, isn't playing. I mean, it, it's a disaster. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, you know, everything you're saying is 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 it 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 it, it pushes me to say even more how why Dwayne Haskins should be out there playing. And I'll make another case again. When you have a young offensive mind like Kevin O'Connell, you have to let him do what he does, and that's be creative. Yeah. Um, you know, for Coach Callahan, and like I said, I love Coach Callahan, but for Coach Callahan to go out and say, look, we're going to run the football. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get back to old smash mouth football, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Man, no, no. That, to me, was the wrong strategy. Don't go out and, and don't go out there and tell them what we're going to do. And then as a coach and as a person who's managing other coaches and other players, my job is to put everybody in, in the best position to succeed so we all can succeed. And I just think you handcuffing Kevin O'Connell when you don't let him be creative and be himself and call the play uh, or the, the kind of game that uh, that he probably would call. And, and like I said, I don't know if it was strictly Kevin O'Connell's game plan, but I know Coach Callahan wanted to run this football a lot and they ran the football a lot. And sometimes they should have thrown it when they ran it. Yeah. I mean, was there anything else different that stood out to you, good or bad, now that, you know, Kevin O'Connell's calling the plays and obviously Callahan's the head coach? Uh, I mean, there was a couple of tendency breakers, like we've always said, that, you know, Jay ran the football a lot on first down, um, uh, so almost to the detriment of, 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 of the predictability standpoint of doing it. Um, you know, Kevin O'Connell did switch some things up a little bit. Um, you know, when Jay liked to run bootlegs, sometimes backed up. You saw you saw him run the football um, instead of running bootlegs. And so, you know, it was a little bit different. But, you know, for the most part, not I'm, for the most part, when I felt like because I felt like uh, uh, 
Coach Callahan wanted to run the football so much. To me, it didn't look that much different. Um, you know, this just looked like, like I said, they weren't behind in this football game, so they didn't have to throw the football around like they normally have to do um, or like they've normally had to do this season. So I think the biggest takeaway for me is the fact that the Redskins just barely beat the Dolphins who are trying to lose, who are basically tanking. And here we are, uh, week seven, and the undefeated 49ers come to FedEx Field. So Redskins fans, we have that to look forward to. You're welcome. But I want to thank all of you for subscribing to our podcast. We're going to be back later in the week on The Athletic, so be sure to subscribe to The Athletic for our premium content. We appreciate all of you. We'll see you later this week. 